Shwewath Mastiach, which means a generous person. And of course, when you look at that, generosity is a big part of our teachings. You know, it all coincides with uh, sharing. So we always share and we're always uh, generous. Everybody out there in Stalokuqualmuk territory, my name is Alia, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Stalo Signal. On this episode, we want to focus on a frontline worker in our community, someone who is having a huge impact on our young people and shaping our youth for the future of tomorrow. I'd really, really like to welcome Valjo to the show and have her introduce herself, her traditional name, and what community you come from. And my name is Valerie Joe, and I'm from the Chiactan community. Awesome. Thank you for introducing yourself in your homuk tisqui. What is the role that you play in your community, and I guess more importantly, here at Sardis Elementary? Um, at Sardis, I am, uh, my title is Aboriginal Support Worker slash EA, and I, I go into classes and um, just extra support in classes, or I'm, I get cultural activities into the school, help, help get people to come in and share their knowledge, and just be there for the kids and if they're having any problems they can come and talk to me or our other Aboriginal EA. Mm. How do you think that this has had a positive impact on the students seeing someone that they know you're an auntie to most of us yeah (laughs) seeing somebody that they know (laughs) that's Mm. Aboriginal that they recognize and having a place that is exclusively for them, how do you feel like that's impacted the students you work with? Um, for some kids, it's, it's really helpful because they need a familiar face and they're struggling with their own identity and um, they just need somewhere comfortable that they can go to and see somebody. A lot of the kids call me auntie and then we'll have all the non-Aboriginal kids calling me auntie too. <laughs> And it's so funny. It's so cute. (laughs) But I don't know. Does that answer your question? (laughs) Oh, definitely. Yeah. I really feel like that anti-role is something that we need to introduce more into our communities and school systems. Just because someone's not your blood relative, it doesn't mean that we don't see our older I guess just even any Aboriginal adult in our life as an auntie or uncle, like we can claim them that way. They do that in Hawaii when you go there. All of, if you are working with an elder who's indigenous to Hawaii, that's uncle. You call them uncle or you call them auntie. Mm -hmm. So it totally makes sense to me that the other kids, they want to be in on that as well. They don't want to be left out. So you're auntie Val to them too, right? Yeah. What about connecting with, the kids like you said when they're having a hard time or a hard day and they come in here you know do you have specific activities that you guys do or are they allowed to come here anytime before covid they were allowed to pop in all the time mm-hmm. um but now yeah we will do i will try to find something 
um, culturally, you know, that they might enjoy. I've had kids come in and we'll, they'll take the drum down and we'll sing a song or we'll color. It's something calming or they just talk. Some of them talk and they, they know it won't leave the room. I just want the kids to feel like they have somewhere they can go, like if they need to. Um, because they don't always, like you said, get along with the teacher or just kind of be a cushion for them to come and fall on, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense, that safety piece. I know for me as a parent, having kids coming to this school right now, I felt supported by even just being able to pull you into an email or feeling like, oh, I know that you'll go and check on, on Kimani if I he's yeah. having a hard time. Yeah. Well, this one parent came up to me and she said, um, my daughter told me she wouldn't have been able to get through grade four without you in her class. And I was like, whoa. Like, I didn't even realize how much impact I had on some the kids. And she just came and she said she wanted to thank me. That helps. It validates the yeah, work, right? Val- yeah. Yeah, it yeah. really validates what you're doing. And that's what we thought of when we were thinking of frontline workers. It's like, we don't look at the people who go to work every single day they don't have a choice covid no covid like unless they're fully going to shut down the schools mm-hmm. and you take that risk but you really are here for the kids that's the whole purpose of what you're doing and making an impact and shaping their lives the way you do those early years are some of the hardest years for some of our kids yeah you know being yeah. bullied or being different or not having a lunch like all those different challenges we know mm-hmm. in our communities that can happen and just knowing that we have these supports in place in the different schools. Someone who's consistent. Sometimes you're the only consistency in their life, right? Like that oh. that mom said, right? So yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. And I know that you're busy. So uh, I just really want to put my hands up to you. Thank you for taking the time. And yeah, like we'll okay. sign off there and say, okay. see you Thank later. You. Thank you, guys. Hi, to everybody out there in, uh, in podcast land. Okay, thanks. Yep. Aw, Andy Val. She really is such a kind and generous person. Imagine how many kids she's connected with over the course of her career. Our hands go up to you, our nurses, healthcare workers, doctors, grocery store clerks, and anyone else that's working on the front line. All those people who give so much to our communities. They truly are generous. We heard Nakakati talking about the generous ones at the start of the show. Shwell with Mestioch. This is one of our Stalo guiding principles. We're featuring this principle here in this episode in the second season of the Stalo Signal, which we are calling Guided by Arsiwis. We are sharing principles collected by Nekakatsi. For the last 36 years, he's been speaking with and recording our fluent elders about what it means to be Stalo and then sharing these teachings. He is also a generous person, and his good work is a legacy that we will feature more in the coming episodes. And we'll just give you a taste of his words and work here. So Elizabeth Hurling said that um, knowledge is only important when you share it. She said that you could be the smartest person in the world and know everything, but if you don't share it, it's, it's meaningless. She said knowledge only becomes important when you share it. Right? And same with Rosaline George. She, was, she taught me the importance of sharing because she said that some elders were um, complaining to her, telling her, why do you tell them everything? You should hold back some of the information. I think it was elders that probably didn't have the same knowledge capacity as Rosaline that were telling her that. And her response to, to them was, how are my grandchildren going to learn if I don't tell them everything? I have to tell them everything. 
The idea of being generous and sharing is really fundamental to our culture in so many ways. Here's Sunny again. A good example of generosity is the story of Chippe. You know, when you look at um, the late Bertha Peters, uh, Bertha George from uh, Seabird Island, she said a long time ago there was this very good man who was always giving and always helping his people, very generous person. And she said when he died that where he was buried, a tree grew out of his grave and that turned out to be a cedar tree. And because of his generosity, that's why the cedar tree is so generous to us. Right, the trunk of the tree is used to build our pit houses, long houses, we carve our canoes. Um, we used to take uh, split planks off of a living tree to cover our long houses. The roots are dug up and used uh, to make our cedar root basket tree. The bark is used to make clothing, the twined inner bark, bark was used uh, uh, very soft and very absorbent, so used as diapers. And of course the um, cedar boughs used for spiritual cleansing. So when you look at that, like Shwe with Mestiuch would be Chape, right? And so that's one of the things that, you know, when you tell that story, you're talking about his generosity and the generosity of the cedar tree, but also you're talking about, you know, how we have to be thankful, you know? And so that's why today we still thank uh, the ancestor who was transformed into that cedar tree every time we take any part of that, uh, of that tree. So that's almost the end of our podcast. We'd love to hear from you. What do you think of our new season? Do you know of any frontline workers that you'd like to acknowledge? Lydia Archie reached out to us about her daughter, Mary, who is the postmaster in Rosedale. She, of course, worked all throughout COVID to ensure our snail mail arrived on time and safe. Shuewith Mestiuch, a generous person. Our leaders have been generously working to continue the work of our ancestors to assert our right to govern our own people, lands, and resources again. We've been ruled by colonization for way too long, and we are ready. As we move towards self-government, we'll need more and more people to step forward to be generous. Will it be you? Remember, if you have any thoughts or ideas for this show, please contact us at outreach at sxta.bc.ca. Like our social media accounts at the SXTA or email us at outreach at sxta.bc.ca. We believe in Salo and I'm at Alia. Sunny gets the last word. But I was taught that if someone likes something that you own, you give it to them. And so I remember as a teenager, and I didn't have a lot when I was a teenager, um, but uh, I remember giving away leather jackets and jean jackets. And, you know, a good friend of mine would uh, would see me and say, oh, nice jacket. That's really nice. And he'd be looking at her, you know, just like, wow. You know, because I think the reward that you get back from that is the feeling of giving. Right, and so I remember I'd get them to try it on, and it would fit them. I said, "It's yours," and you know they'd be all surprised. Mine, you give it to me? Yeah, it's yours. You know, uh, just because they expressed how much they wanted. And of course, I've had people do that to me as well. Yeah, so that's what we're taught. Show it with uh, Mestiach, a generous person. Oh.